welcome, welcome to the Bridge Unlimited podcast. Welcome. What's podcast up? only because I'm still too chicken to. Yeah, video. we <laughs> we we pretty. I mean, I figured it out. I think. Uh, okay, we'll do it on the next one for sure. I mean, that's, we don't have to rush it. Is the thing, but I mean, know that they're coming soon. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is? Is I want to have uh, perfect makeup, perfect hair, be a hundred pounds lighter and not sweat when all the lights are on us <laughs> you won't sweat it's too cold down here to sweat that's true that, that might help you, you but i was having hot flashes the last time well i can't the, the cold in here is not going to help any hot flashes at all they will help the hot flashes <laughs> i'm saying i'm i'm saying i don't well i was going to say i don't like the coldness down here helps for the lights i don't i i don't know oh, okay. what they would do for <laughs> hot flashes at all so I have uh, two new shots. Yeah, I don't know for what us I, to try. The one, I'm, I, I know what the one is, and it doesn't make any sense to me. What this damn New Amsterdam? People like New Amsterdam. Yeah, I've never heard of New Amsterdam until I bought these bottles at Wine new, Republic. I always, they're always some of the the bottles that are broken around our area because everybody they, else goes to Wine Republic. Well, not even like the the new. What you call it? VJ and M at at the liquor store near the oh, house. Oh gosh, it smells like a narrator. They have the. Um, this one is apple. They I always see the blue one with the blue label. I think that's their regular vodka one, and it just the bottle. It's so thick. It just looks. I thought disgusting. I was going to say green apple, but it I just says apple. It's green and it says apple. Yeah. You said this, it smells like narrators. You put way more in mind than you did yours, huh? No. Let me see. I'm not going to pour any out, but... Did I? Uh, I think a little, but I think this glass is also deceptive. This is like a... Look, it's like a mirror. Yeah, it looks really cool. Shouts out to this. Uh, I got this in Atlanta, I guess. Probably. It's, knowing you at the airport. <laughs> no, nah, facts. It's a peach. I I didn't realize how... Like, the that inside... very cute. I probably, that might be the prettiest shot glass we have. I probably paid all the $7 for it. Okay. Cheers. Yeah, it smells like candy. Yeah, it doesn't taste like it. It doesn't taste. It doesn't oh. really taste like apple. But I feel I'm I'm smelling apple. No, it smells like apple. No, like I'm saying, I swallowed it, but I smell apple. I guess a little the aftertaste. Yeah. Once you get past all the the harshness. Of the chemical, because it tastes like a chemically. Yeah, that's not a good look. Okay. I don't know how people drink. We're gonna wait shit. on this other one because I need to digest this one. Ugh. Yeah, it's not a good one. I'm not. A... Everybody's gonna have to listen to me drink my smoothie. Well, we're gonna have to. <laughs> I never, this, I never drank it all day today. This one came down here with, with an intent, mind you. Again, we'll get to what we're talking about in a bit. I um. Mm. Never ended up doing the piece for Complex. I probably will still do it again at some point, but I'd have to re... I don't know. It might just be lost in the sauce. But I had a plan to do a piece about <clears throat> Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Because during this part of my quarantine was when I was playing this game and mm -hmm. I was watching 60 Days In. So I had mm -hmm. this dope yep. idea to kind of combine the two. <clears throat> I did a spreadsheet... I didn't get to do. I think part of it was I didn't get to do the fi the finale that I wanted to do because uh, my one homie was in Korea and <laughs> we just we I don't think we ever um, 
figured out times to, to visit islands or whatever. But um, Oh, you're going to do it together? Well, yeah. Because my, my, he shouts out to Rex, Rex Dizzy. He, uh, he, he's the, the, the most famous <clears throat> rapper in Korea that uh, I know. Well, he he's lives here, but he was in Korea at the time. Anyway, um, he was not playing Animal Crossing for a bit. And when I had this idea, I hit him up and I wanted to interview him about it. I'll probably still talk to him at some point. But I was like, can I visit your island? Because he's like, he's big into frogs and all this stuff. But he said his island wasn't... I really want a frog super bad. He said his he hadn't been on the game in a minute. Like, he went really hard like everybody did at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> and when I started getting on like five months later or six months later at this point, um, he was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really rock with it like that. So I never finished it. But anyway, when I first started playing a game, the one time I had it connected to the TV, our big screen in the living room, or just anytime Anna heard, yeah, yeah, you can hear it. Anytime Anna heard me reacting to the game, like, oh shit, my my one villager is this, or damn, I couldn't (laughs) catch that. She's looking at me like, what the fuck is this grown ass man (laughs) doing talking about this damn game? And now, well, I said, I said, well, because I already knew, because I, I I bought this switch. Shouts out to the guy on eBay who sent it in a in a power drill box. Yeah, um, I was confused. I bought it in like August. That thing's been sitting in the basement since August. And this was, pond is really good. It's all goldfish and koi. Yeah, see, exactly. We're going to get to this in a minute. So I, I said, once Anna gets on this game, I know she's going to rock with it, even though she was talking all that shit. <laughs> Did you start when it, you started playing it like the weekend after Christmas? After Christmas, and has been on it nonstop ever since. She's actually, I would say, she's fuck more, you. More, Just give me a can. See, she's more engrossed in the game than I. She actually got me. I'd stopped playing the game for a minute, not as consistent, and uh, she she's got me back on it at least on a daily basis. <laughs> she came. Well, if nothing else, I'm like. Are you getting on so I can visit you? Yeah, I want to get on my island. Go, go to my so, my, my stores. Your stores and shit. are more advanced. Than yeah, once my once her store is all all tricked out, it's gonna be a well, wrap. No, because now we found out even the Able Sisters they, they don't have ship. they have different stuff. Like what your what's on yours is not on mine, and vice versa. She came down here. We we record in our basement, and she came down here with the with the switch talking about maybe I'll play it during the episode. I mean, she is right now, but you notice. <laughs> I've been doing the majority of talking <laughs> for the last six or seven minutes, so uh, we'll see how we'll see how far this goes. So today's topic is uh, the one person in the world that made me think I could be a singer. Why of, of R and B, Tina Marie? Why? I thought she was white. I'm white. She could sing. Oh, maybe I could sing. Maybe I could sing because we're white. Yeah, because we had that in common. We both grew up in predominantly black areas and Uh all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I could do this. She could do this. I could do this. So then what happened? I couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard me sing many times. I am definitely one of those people that should not sing out loud. Okay. But I do anyway. (laughs) You don't sing. I mean... You do more of like the. Uh, For the most part, I know the words. <laughs> you know the words, and I know you know the words because I could hear you like l- whisper singing along with the song. I was doing that last night yeah. when we were watching what's happening with the Doobie Brothers episode. <laughs> I realized that's where I, I wonder if that's where Tika got it from. 
Oh, God. Only it's all she, my fault. <laughs> her, her whisper is like, hey, how you doing? Hello. Y'all, do any of you guys listening to this podcast, do any of you know somebody who just can't fucking whisper? Because I, I have, my daughter can't, she's the loudest whisper yeah. that I have ever heard. Like, it's like a ridiculous decibel level. It cracks me up. Like, I, I wouldn't, it, she's funny because, especially when we first got together and there was a thing where it was like, okay, you know, if, if, if you got your period, let me know just so I'm aware. But she didn't, like, if I was in the room, she she wouldn't want to say it out loud. Okay, she wanted to so be private. Let, I'm going to say it the way she did. Yeah. So you'd be in the room. Yeah, I'm here. Mom, I got my period. Hand up next like, to her face. Yes. <laughs> like blocking, like, hey, hey, and we're doing it, but they can't see us. I but, just got my period. You know that thing, you know how you cup your, yes. half your mouth? Cupping the to, side of your face, yes. To whisper into somebody's ear so, like, people can't read your lips and shit. Hey, Mom, and it, I and just it got my pushes period. the sound just to the ear you're whispering into. Yeah, yeah she don't have that. No. Nah. She does that, but her hand is like a half foot from her face right. and then she's whisper yelling and th- but then i got to be the asshole be like oh you got your period <laughs> you do it all the time and she's like, ooh, ooh. yeah and then she she does that face <laughs> that i'm horrified that he heard me but yeah. i didn't i when you were whisper singing to that doobie brothers episode of uh of uh what's happening last night i figured that was where i put two and two together and i thought hey that's probably where tika got it from <laughs> anyway Okay, I'm going to pause. Uh, I was thinking this is going to be one of those episodes where my top five is probably going to be fairly generic and you're going to have like, <laughs> because you like, I know, I know the Tina Marie hits. Mm-hmm. You know her catalog. So I imagine you have songs in there that, not that I haven't heard of, but songs that I probably haven't listened to enough to be like, yeah, that's my jam. So... Yeah, I I mean, no, I th- I think mine are normal songs that you definitely have heard. We'll see. So, um oh, I say that I, I say that saying I don't think our top 5s are going to be the same. The same. Okay. We'll see. All right. So, I went to do um because one of the things I will note with Tina Marie is that she was fairly private. Okay. And so you know, and this was definitely before the realm of social media of and, and everything else. So I looked up some little known facts about Tina Marie. None of them have to do. Do they have to do with Rick James and a crack pipe or no? Uh-oh. Okay, nine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. She has a connection to SNL. What's that connection? Um, the singer uh, was Godmother to Maya Rudolph, who is the daughter of late legendary singer Minnie Ripperton. Minnie Minnie Ripperton. Ripperton. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Um, Let's see. Actually, we're not going to say 10 because some of these are just boring. Okay. Um, Some facts. Yeah, some facts. Uh, Okay, so fans weren't the only ones surprised by her ethnicity. Early in her career, Motown opted not to send out press photographs so as not to prejudice fans and radio stations with the fact that Tina Marie was white. But one of her childhood friends, uh, singer Mickey Boyce Ellis, repeatedly 
reportedly, I'm sorry, said she didn't realize her best friend was white until one day Marie's mother came to school to pick her up. Mm. She just thought she was really light. Gotcha. <laughs> you just light skinned girl. You just super light. Uh, now, this is one of the things that you've said okay. in the past about her. Okay. She was a rap pioneer. Mm hmm. Was one of the first musical artists to incorporate rhyme into an R&B song. In 1981, she rapped on her single Square Biz yeah. off of the album It Must Be Magic. And did good, you know. She was she had that, that, that vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, she crossed racial boundaries. The singer was embraced by the black community and has been, and as, blah, blah, as has been, Evidenced by the outpouring of grief and tributes since her death. In 2004, she was signed to a sub-label of successful Cash Money Records, home to rap star Lil Wayne. right. I forgot about that. She later moved that. to Stax Records. There may or may not be one or two songs from that era on my list. <laughs> that album wasn't bad. I forgot that at, at that time Cash Money was like... What was the name of that imprint, though? Let me... Because it was Cash, like Cash Money Legends or something. Let me, I'll find it. Keep going. Stacks Records is the one she moved on to later. Right. Um, let's see. Was it just cash money? And she influenced Law. Okay. Which I think you, you're you the one that told me about this. After leaving Motown Records in, 1980, in the 80s, the label sued her, and she responded in a countersuit, which resulted in the Brockertive, Brockert Initiative which was named for the singer whose real name was Mary Christina Brocker. The initiative clarified a California law which made it impossible for the record labels to keep a performer under contract without paying them royalties. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but even after that, her and uh, Barry Gordy remained very close friends, and she referred to him as her other father. Well, I mean, that makes sense, too. Shit, he, he, mm -hmm. was, he was very instrumental in her becoming a thing. Uh, she loved Sarah Vaughn to the end. Not only did she pay homage to the great jazz singer in interviews and song in Square Biz, Marie raps about her, but one of her last tweets the day before her death quotes Vaughn, may you never grow old and may I never die. Damn. Um, and then the last thing I just thought was very interesting. Okay. Would you like to guess who directed the video for Lover Girl. Uh, give me a hint. Actress. Very old. Diana Rose. Cicely Tyson. That's odd. Right? I thought, I was like, what? That's very odd. Yeah, it was like super. I was like, where? I couldn't find any information on how that came about. Right. But yeah, I was like, it's even, uh, here you go. I wonder how many things Cecily Tyson has directed. That's the question. Let's see. Where's the one thing I was looking for? Come on, bro. Do, do, do. But yeah, it was a uh, lover girl for sure was the. I'm saying for sure. Now watch it be like it wasn't that song or something and i was wrong i'm, I'm going to her imdb now I, I always forget how to spell cicely tyson's name but i i also did not know that she there it is on the wiki 
Oh, is it not listed on IMDb? She's got a producer credit. Yeah, she's got no director credits on here. Interesting. Interesting. Isn't that weird though? Like, or not weird, but just no. It's weird. I didn't know. Off, like, like I said, I'd never heard of uh, Miss Tyson doing any mm-hmm. anything like that. So yeah, that is interesting. And um, when she was ten years old, last thing, when she was ten years old, she sang at Jerry Lewis's son's wedding. At ten. At ten. Don't even ask me how that came about. I wonder what she sang. I was kind of mad it wasn't like. A, a black people wedding i mean hey money's, <laughs> money's money black white puerto rican okay so we're gonna do a top five yes top five right. tina marie songs and what is your number five my number five i don't know if this is on your list and if it is i wonder if it's going to be higher mine was if i were a bell mm-hmm. i like that so i'm not the biggest Sounds weird doing a Tina Marie. I'm not the biggest like slow song person. That's like a slow. That's one of her slower mm-hmm. songs. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's just her voice. You know? I can't even sing. But um, she uh, she kills that shit. She did a version of it on uh, Video Soul, and she sang to Donnie Simpson. Donnie Simpson. And um, it, it's a very long. I think it's like six or seven minutes, right. like straight. Uh-huh. And um, and it you could see how shy she is. Right. But um, he he ends it like when she's done singing, he says something like "Rick James, eat your heart out." And she's like, "Oh, but he doesn't have your eyes." Oh shit. You know, because he has like he had really nice eyes. Donnie Simpson. So um, but it was very sweet moment where she's like she's literally like singing it to him right and he's all wrapped up in it well he so. used to be that guy donnie mm-hmm. every every eight o'clock bet mm-hmm. it was it, unless except for monday nights that was what i would watch at least for a little bit just to catch up on the grown folks music you know okay so my number five is honey call yeah see <laughs> which is on that's on Sapphire. that later out yeah so I remember um, you being really into we it. It was really good. We were already together, and I, I was definitely bootlegging albums a lot more at that point. <laughs> and uh, I remember getting that. You were like, "Oh my god!" And then you like really jammed to that album. Oh my gosh! So I was working at Gormley. Mm-hmm. That was then. a while ago. Shit. Fucking assholes. Bald um, Never mind. Let me be quiet. And uh, his bald hair, head and her big fake boobs. Yeah. Um, but I had um. I had a disc man because uh-huh. you made me a, a CD for it. Crazy. And um, and I remember jamming to it and people in the office were like sick of the album because <laughs> I was playing. I'm like, I don't care. This is my little. Right. But I had it on low. So mm-hmm. really, but it was such a small space. They're like, yeah, but I can still hear it. Yeah, that, office was, that office was not that big. No, but it was not. So who cares? Yeah. So Honey Call is my, my number five. I respect that. People should go and listen to that album. That, uh, I need. I actually kind of want to run through Sapphire at some point. I, I, I remember there being. I, I feel like there was a song I really liked on there, but it's not a, not enough to make my. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> um, my number four, just for like ultimate nostalgia purposes, is Ooh La La La. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome song. I liked the little. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, and I remember. <laughs> 
being the hip hop fan I am, like when when the Fuji's when that because that was so you know how I watch all these react. Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, in prepping for this podcast. I was watching videos and mm-hmm. people have started reacting in the last couple of months to her music. Right. And so you saw I was listening to the one guy mm-hmm. do Fire and Desire, and he had no idea she was white. He had no idea really who she was. And yeah. then at the end of that video, he was like, okay, so it it's is it say did they mistakenly put like it's featuring her because this was it was all mostly him but it right. really was all her right, right like and um but he you know so i'm finding all these people reacting to her videos and they're all so like oh my god this is really good this right. is really good and they're like genuine genuinely like grooving mm-hmm. to the songs and everybody that they i looked through their channels and you could tell that they they found her through rick james uh-huh. through fire and desire or lover girl it's one or the other and uh-huh. then as they go into the other songs they're like oh my gosh they she can blow realize, she yeah. can blow mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's very cute to see it all yeah, i i remember when that fuji because like, i remember my mom would Anytime we would go anywhere, we would listen to DAS. So I heard a lot of Tina Marie growing up just from being on the radio. Mm -hmm. And that first, because Fuji La was the first single from that album, The Score, which blew blew them up. That was my point. So one of the reactors, when he heard Ooh La La La, Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. He goes, I thought that was Fuji's original shit. Oh, I I knew where it came from, but it was, it was dope. Like it, it, it he was, seemed a little disappointed well, that's that corny. no no not that like uh not disappointed but kind of like that um more like I wish I had heard hers first so I could have made that connection like uh, boom yeah. you that know that makes sense I mean I I just remember being really hype that uh a that they they took it and kind of made it their own but mm-hmm. look well, it's one of those things where I mean shout to Lauren Hill she was very good at taking you know something that you knew making it her own but still but but still like having it maintain the re i mean it's a lot of dance hall cultures like that too well they're they'll flip a popular song and it'll be a dance hall song but you can tell like there's a genuine appreciation for the source material Um, if there was ever a lauren hill erica badu concert tour i'm on it <laughs> lauren hill i mean hopefully one of them would show up on time and it would probably wouldn't be lauren because lauren no. lauren be mad late but yeah ooh la 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 I, I, amazing song i found a new appreciation for it because of uh that fuji's hit what's your what's your number four uh lover girl yeah i i had a feeling that was going to show up somewhere so that's my number four um I, I will say one of the things I like about her is um, and not not all, all musicians, but a, a lot of them, they're either almost all slow mm-hmm. or almost all fast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's got a good balance yeah. between the two. And one of the things in going over her songs for this list was, and we've talked about it, like the... I'm just going to use this as an example because it's it's way extreme. Ace of Base. 
Mm-hmm. So all their songs had the same oh, no, 100%, yeah. rhythm or something in there, but it was all like the same. And hers don't do that. No. You know, she's um, got she's different tempos, different different flavors, yeah. Yeah, you know, and her and I was saying this to you I think yesterday. Like mm-hmm. she's got such a sexy voice. Yes. Right? And I don't think I don't really hear people say that about her, but I've always felt like she has that very like sweet, sexy, sultry kind of voice to her mm-hmm. that you don't really I don't hear with like I don't know another female singer that has that sexy kind of right that vibe yeah vibe that she has so no, it just makes her stand out a little bit more one hundred percent one hundred percent it's definitely a uh, I hate I hate terms like adult contemporary and things like that but like her I feel like she's definitely more of an adult mm-hmm. artist than uh, some of the other singers that I especially singers that I grew up liking um, you could tell that this was a grown ass woman yeah. Like, now I look back on people like when I was in high school, Anita Baker was just coming out. And it was mm-hmm. like, this was not for us. This was not made for us. Her music was not made for teeny boppers. It was made for my mama. Yeah, it was made for our moms, yeah, you know. Yeah, my mama so, loved But, you know, we I loved Anita Baker, loved Tina Marie, you know, but Roberta Flack. But now when I look back on it, th- those vibes weren't for us. No, no, not at all. You know. Run DMC, that was for us, you know. That was that was us. But <sighs> yeah, all this grown woman talk, this wasn't for us. No, yeah. The whispers wasn't for us. <laughs> the whispers should be jamming now, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. whis- you, you get you hit a certain age, you're like yeah, shit, this this <laughs> this is my jam. <laughs> and whip. I do that almost every song that comes. Oh my jam! Yeah. Oh my jam! Well, but also I do it all the time. I, I I don't know. Like I know people that like curate playlists and things like that i know people that get paid to do that shit i don't think anybody has curated a pandora station quite like specifically your r&b one is it's it's you like that's you that yes. that is that is definitely you in a nutshell is your i had to change my password when your mom and them had it on theirs because I, like, I was scared that they because they were letting other stuff come in and they weren't down you know they don't know the thumbs down or that's thumbs up the key, and yeah. it was fucking with my stuff and i was right. like nope and i changed my password just so they couldn't nobody else could have it jacking up the algorithm so, mm-hmm. I feel so like, um, right, what's your number three we, we mentioned it a couple times already but my number three is square biz awesome song i when I the first when I first heard it, maybe like well, I shouldn't say the first, maybe like the third time I heard it, I was like, "Is this from like a concert or something?" Like the band, like she's yeah. great, but the band, the band is, is jamming. Awesome. It's shouts out to to fam. He's probably listening to this now. Shouts out where's Buffy Black Wrestling. Um, when we when we'll we'll talk every we talk you know every other every day we talk and sometimes he'll have because he's from Maryland but they're into like the the DC go go mm-hmm. stuff and you hear it, it's always the drums when you hear you know what I mean and I'm not saying that Square Biz is a go go song but it remind it sounds like like if you told me that that Tina Marie and the band record like not one take but like they made sure that they played and sang at the same time i wouldn't be surprised it sounds like something you would hear in a concert it just happens to be oh, the album record the video that goes with that song because mm-hmm. it's literally a live performance yeah i'm, su- I'm surprised she can it's make it really really good i think the other thing is 
you know, and again, credit to her, her just being a dope vocalist. Like you, you mentioned, she she's she's got the rapping part in it. And here's the other part that's gonna. So apparently, she had a fan in Prince. Of course, because she could play all her own instruments. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. hearing about that. That she was very she was very musically she musically was gifted, very accomplished with musical instruments, and so he apparently. That's admired. Him. That's a yeah, kindred that, spirit. You so know? I was again on those YouTube reacts. People were talking about that, mm-hmm. and they were like, "She's like the the female version of Prince, just right. not as popular." <laughs> so, but it's it's. I mean, like the the way like the the beat hit when she would sing certain things, and she's like she's going to the higher octave. She she she's just riding the pocket, and then she starts. I don't know. Like I think as a, as a performance, yeah, on wax. That's that's like a, that. I don't I don't know where people would rank it, but that should be up there. I, I feel like Square Biz as a record is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's, it's a really. It, you will be fighting yourself to sit still. That, exactly. The, the, that beat is on point. It's so up tempo and happy, and you know you're. It's, and then when you add in the whole band, because I'm picturing the whole video in my head. Right. So you add in the whole band, and it's like pure energy on the stage. Yeah. That whole song. Yeah. Very, it's really very good. high energy is a, yes. is a great way to describe that. That is so, not a. Uh, that is not a record you can be sitting down or not, no. at least tapping your feet to or something. Nope. No, one of the things, um, and I started today, I'm working my way through, is uh, I'm going into reviewing music I thought I've already heard. Where, where can people find that music or find these reviews? So they're going to be on prettyunlimited.com. Wow, look at that synergy. Uh, I know, right? And uh, hopefully by the t- uh, the within the next week or two. Um, so my goal is, uh, and you told, part of this is because of something you said to me a long time ago. I don't even know if you'll remember this, um, that tracks are laid out for a certain vibe, for a certain feel. There, there's a reason why they're put the way they are sometimes, not all the time, not all the time, but, yeah. but sometimes, uh, you're talking about like a sequence on an album. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and either there's a message there or right. just uh, they want you to have a certain feeling or they want you to have a certain up and down with right. the album. Mm-hmm. So I decided I want to experience those. Yeah. And so I'm actually starting with Tina Marie's albums. That's dope. That's so dope. I'm going to work my way through and do reviews on each one. There's a... Uh, hold up. Uh, one... It, 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 let's make it all fuzzy. Here we go. Sorry. I don't know if people can hear that audio. It's pissing me off, though. Because um, it also it, it changes based off of the medium as well. Like, the last song on side A and the first song on side B. Um, I know Quest Love, was re- Quest Love from The Roots is really into that. And actually, the day we're recording this, um, D'Angelo's second album, Voodoo, turned 21. Oh, wow. And I, I remember reading, because he, in the Roots albums, he was really good on, like, doing really extensive liner notes, and he was, that was his thing. And I remember, because he was, he was very instrumental in voodoo, and the one thing, mind you, was a CD. I had the CD, but he timed it on the album, so, like, 
this particular song would be the first song on side B, and he wanted to get the same feeling that he got from uh, Tribe Called Quest Midnight Marauders side B. Like, mm-hmm. it's just li- like, pe- I think people, pe- like, you, you listen to an album, and like, yeah, I love these songs. These songs are great, but like, there are people who do take time and really saying, okay, this song needs to be here after this song because of the mood, because of the mm-hmm. way we're trying to build this story. Not everybody does it, but you know, right. the ones who understand it really know how to work that. Like, uh, Black Street on their, um, I can't remember the name of the album. Which, what, what was? The first one. With Before I Let You Go. I don't remember the name of it. But uh, on that album, there was a lot of like uh, little snippets of yes. conversation and intros and this and, that. and everything. They had a lot of that, so mm-hmm. that's why I, that's one of the ones that's on my list. That was that was a big thing with them too. I think yeah. that, like and that and a lot of that. I think that album was just called Black Street. Um, yeah, so that's one of the things that we have coming up. They. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of one-minute interludes. I think on the second album they did that too. Whatever one, yeah, Another Level. Mm-hmm. Was that the one with no diggity on it? Yeah, they had a couple of interludes in there. Things like tacked on to the, the end of song. The word interlude was, what was evading interlude. my brain. This is the interlude. So we're, <laughs> what's your number three? My body's hungry, which is the song that that's you like. That's the song, yeah. That's that, that title immediately. Very yeah. sexy, mm-hmm. very sultry. Um, her voice is pristine right. in that song. I've not listened to that song in like fifteen years. I bet <laughs> it's been forever. And um, it's very much what we were talking about. It's very much grown folks yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Um, it. If you are looking for a make love to my man, make love to my woman, make love to my person right. uh, vibe. My, that, bo- my that, body that is hungry needs, is crazy. That song needs to be on there. Is that track one? Is, is that the first song in your grown and sexy playlist? It's in there. It's in there. It <laughs> might be in, in the middle. Maybe, maybe track four or five. Pandora, he's lacking on a... Tina Marie songs. They don't pop in. I had to like force them in there. See, that's the quality curation, I'm telling you. <laughs> My body is hungry. Yeah, I haven't listened to that in forever. It's a um, before we get to our final two, I think we should yeah, let's experience. Do this. I don't know if my body is. You shook that? I don't know if my body is hungry for. Western Sun cucum- South Plains Cucumber Flavored Vodka. I don't know nothing about that. Smell it. Let me smell. That is a that is a very weird odor. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely cucumber. cucumber. I don't know if if I don't know how it's gonna taste though. It definitely it smell it smells like the cucumber water you would have at like uh, the, the the nail shop or whatever. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> I want to smell it, but not like right there. Because the other one, you could you smell it. it outside the bottle. You could smell it. like Waft from the here. air and then smell where you waft it. Yeah. See, I'm not even a person who likes cucumber all that much. So. I like cucumber, but I my thing is like cucumber. It's got a flavor, but I don't know if that's a flavor that I need with vodka. Like, I like what would it you... on my Greek sandwiches. Cucumber uh, dressing stuff. Whew, that stuff is good. What would you even mix this with? Oh, 
gosh, I'm scared to do this. It one. smells weird. It smells like old water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this and get it over with. Tatina Marie. Tatina Marie. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the worst one we've ever had. Oh, God. It don't really taste like cucumber, even in the aftertaste. No. Oh, that was disgusting. Oh, that's really, really bad. Eh, maybe it does. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think no, so. No. That was fucking... Ugh. That's Jesus. trash. Oh, oh God. Western oh. Sun? I mean, if y'all want to sponsor the pod, but I mean, I think y'all need to chill with, with the cucumber. That's not... <sighs> like I said, I don't know what you... Hold up. I kind of want to know... Cucumber oh. vodka. I feel like I've insulted Tina Marie's drinks. entire vibe. There's a cucumber vodka martini. A cucumber cocktail. Cucumber vodka soda. Nine cucumber vodka recipes. Shouts out Taste of Home. Unless your ads are too much. Okay, let's see. <sighs> cucumber vodka soda. Lime cucumber Cosmo. Cucumber basil vodka gimlet. Nice. Jalapeno cucumber Moscow mule. No, I'm good. I am good. I don't know what the hell's a. I don't know what a Tom Collins is, but there's a. Cucum- That's a very famous old drink. There's a cucumber Tom Collins on that page. All of this sounds like <clears throat> garbaggio. Pretty much. All right. So we're at number two right now. Yeah. So, wait a minute. Hold up. They have these weird ads all over YouTube. Always. You about to get us copyright? Mm-hmm. I'm about to get in trouble. If y'all don't hear the podcast, this this is one. That's My Body is Hungry. Yeah, I remember that. It's crazy that her voice was still on point at that point. I'm surprised she signed the cash money. That's weird. She needed some cash and some money. I hope I I was going to say, I hope she got some because for a while Lil Wayne couldn't even get no cash money from from them. All right. She did move. She went to Stax Records. That was the last one. Makes sense. Okay, so what's your number two? My number two, again, we mentioned it earlier, um, Fire and Desire mm-hmm. with Rick James. I, um, gr- again, another song I grew up listening to, but I, I associated it most. Shouts out to uh, Johnny um, when uh, they, they, Johnny and Ellen, when they ran um, <laughs> Thomas Sweets. Thomas Sweets. Thomas Sweets. Uh, uh, in, in, in downtown Princeton, right, right near Princeton University. He would, I would work. Oh, and if you're in the Princeton area, Hopewell area, Hopewell you area. should go to Burrow Bean because right. that is their spot and everything is on point. Great coffee, right. great food, all made, homemade, yeah. by hand. They put and, in work. And it's a family place. Yeah, they uh, they represent um, Buffalo, just like the Griselda folks. But uh, they're really good people. Shouts out to them. Shouts out to Nappy, all, all, all the Abernathy crew. Um Johnny would play a lot. They had satellite radio in there, and he would play the older R and B stations. 
And I feel like every weekend at some point during my shift, mind you, they're open, you know, a bunch of the day. But during my shift, Fire and Desire would come on. And and did he sing? Did Johnny sing along? <laughs> me, well, the thing is, like, I was I was way too old to be work. Like, I we needed the money, so I was working there for a minute. But I was older than all of the kids that worked there, so me and him would talk a lot. And he he would tell me about drinking Paul Masson when he was living in Buffalo, because they used to run like they knew Rick James. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they they were they ran in the same circles. He wasn't like in the band, but he knew him back before it really popped off. And I just I remember every weekend for however long that stretch that I worked there, that song would I I always associated with scooping white scooping ice cream for white folks that lived in Princeton and the surrounding area, but um. <laughs> I think, like you said earlier, because um, I believe it's it's their song, mm-hmm. but I, I remember hearing it. The be, majority of the singing is him. The, well, I, I, I was going to say, I remember in, like always associating it with him, mm-hmm. and he killed that shit, too. But he did. W- when she gets on that record, like, it's... You forget he was there. It, it, it takes it to that next level, because mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's, I mean, it's a whole back and forth between the yep. two of them, and, like, he, he goes out there and does, does his shit. And I'm shit. not knocking him at all, because he, he threw his thing down, he did his thing. Yeah, he threw that crack pipe down, so <laughs> let me get in that booth <laughs> real quick. He did his thing on that, on that record, and, you know, he was very, um, commanding. Right. You know? And uh, he probably loved that word, you know. Yeah, um, that was him. That was Rick him to a T. Bitch. And yeah. um, <laughs> and uh, you know, so it it was definitely uh, you knew from the moment he starts talking, this is this is his. Right. This is his. Until she starts singing. Yeah, and then she. Blows and then it you're up. like. This is the good part of the song. Right. Like, not saying his part was bad at all. But when she starts, yeah, it's a whole nother level. And she outsings him. Yeah. You know. On on this, this throwback, like, doo-wop, slower doo-woppy mm-hmm. type cut. Yeah. Yeah. That Ebony Eyes. Ebony Eyes, too. That was Ebony the other Eyes, one I was Ebony Eyes, him and Smokey Robinson. It, that's my jam. Them on the beach and, yeah. and they're all shipwrecked. And I, I love <laughs> I love how you I take it. That. You take it to the video. I might have seen that video once <laughs> in my that life, video, like hundreds of times. Jesus, but yeah, th- those are those are the two of the songs I, I, I associate with uh, my time at Thomas Sweets <laughs> the most. Crazy. What's your number two? Portuguese love. That's my number one. Ooh, That's it's a great one. song. Yeah. Portuguese love. That's a jam. <laughs> That's is. another one of those ones. that's like yeah, when when they start doing like the. When it gets all fast at the end, and she's mm-hmm. like that, that I, I love that fucking record. I really do, and, genuinely. But, and that's another another aspect of her is she can scat. Yeah, yeah. You know, so her music was very entrenched R and B, but it, there was a lot of jazz in there. A lot of different influences. Yeah, a yeah. lot of influences. Um, a lot of blues. Mm-hmm. You can you can pick up all those vibes throughout everything she's doing. Right. Right. So, I and you like, don't hear that a lot. Like people, like they might sample it, they might work with someone in a different genre, mm-hmm. but it always ends up being, all right, I'm a rapper and I have a guitar, a, a, a guitarist. So you're gonna play guitar on the hook or something so like that. Now I'm gonna bring up, bring up my my my, my buddy, my baby, Chris Stapleton, because oh, he does goes. that. <laughs> 
Tennessee whiskey head ass. Okay. And and he just he's on a whole another level though singing because like you can't. What to do with the muck? That motherfucker. That, that mother, Oh, could, Stevie Knight. You motherfucker <laughs> saying that shit. That motherfucker. I was like, damn, you really cussing out this shit. Okay. <laughs> it's funny when he when he does his reactions just because he's like all he's all about it. You right, know? right. But he went down a whole rabbit hole of Chris Stapleton everything. Right. Like he's reacted to everything he could find that's Chris Stapleton just because he likes him so much. Yeah. And um you know so it's it's funny it's fun to watch um someone discover new music or, and a new genre, you right. know, that they probably tripped over by accident. 100%. You know, he did it just because everybody else was, was doing was it. doing it. Mm-hmm. And turned out he liked it. He actually loved you that know? shit. And yeah. there's the two guys from Vegas that I Twi- that I watched. Twins and, the new trend? No, not them. The two <laughs> Oh the, the two, two the guys. two black guys. The two yeah. black guys. Um not twins the new trend no. though. So um Yeah I think it's like Lost in Vegas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're same thing. They went through a whole Chris Stapleton rabbit hole. They just mm-hmm. got stuck for a while and they're like, Oh, he's got something new and like super excited. Jesus. <laughs> so but yeah, so Portuguese Love is my number two. Yeah. Portuguese love. Amore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that song. It's, a, it's really, a great song. It's a really great song. It's a great song. And it's also one of those songs that when it comes on, you got to stop and sing. Nah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You, you don't know all the words because you can't quite figure out everything that she's saying. But <laughs> Facts. I've, I've had to Google the lyrics. I've Googled so many lyrics on so many songs just so I could know exactly what I'm supposed to be saying. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to look like your mom. Hi, Nadine. Um, nah, for real. Well, I mean, a lot of people like that. When you was it was it um, was it Kimmel? Kimmel has the the, the yes. recurring bit with people <laughs> with the with saying the wrong lyrics of songs or whatever. Yeah, fun stuff. Anyway, what's my number one is Portuguese say love. So what's what's your? What was your number two? My number two was Fire and Desire. Fire, okay, you just did your number two, so now it's okay. on you for your number one. Out on a limb. See, I don't. I, I I probably heard it, but I don't. I don't okay. know it to know. So we're gonna bust through the whole thing again because we already did it once. So. Got to be a okay. whole a whole copyright you situation. Know this song. I probably do, but not enough to be like that's that's my Tina Marie jam right there. But I imagine. And I hate when fuckers spell her name wrong. How to spell it with an I? Mm-hmm. T I N A. Yep. That's and not I a real thing. Get through the ads. It says one of two. Oh boy, they really getting their money, money. How do they spell her name wrong and get two ads? What type of shit is that? Ah, uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I know this song. Yeah, I do. I that yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good and one. And I get chills on that one. Mm-hmm. That's why it's the number one. That's so, but yeah, one. I love. And she can keep that high note. Yeah. Just like that's her normal note. And when she, if you ever hear, had heard her speak, she's very soft. Right. She's very soft spoken, and um, so to hear this big, bellowing, high pitched. Right. 
voice. It just like it was crazy to hear it come out of her. Right. And then when you add in that the voice just not just doesn't sound like it's coming out of a white person. Facts. It's just you know, and then you add in that she's not in terms of looks. She's not like a seductress kind of looking. Right. You know, um, like you would expect. She's like a grown woman. You know, she's she's like real and grounded right. and, you know, and just an amazing performer, a great artist, somebody I I thought because of her I was going to be able to sing. And as you all heard, it, yeah, didn't, it didn't transfer over. I like how that was. Oh, we, we both white, so I'll be able to sing. I was all of like 15 or something. That's crazy. <laughs> that was my. That's crazy. Oh, she could sing. She's white. There's, she there's, grew up there's, in a black neighborhood. I did too. I could do this. There's hope nope. for me. Nope. Maybe, no hope. May, maybe next time. No, she was only the great white hope was her. And yeah. She didn't leave nothing for the rest of us. She, Lisa Stansfield got a little bit for like a, a hot second. For like a hot second. She went around the world. She couldn't find a baby. But I she, think she, she went halfway around because she didn't ever come back. She had been around. Well, she, 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 I think she left and she kind of just stayed mm-hmm. on the trip. Smart move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Came back from the world. All right. Well, hey, that, those were our top five Tina Marie songs. Hope you enjoyed the trekking with us. If there's something that you love and we missed, um, leave it in a comment. What is your favorite Tina Marie song? If you don't have one, go find one and let us know which one it is. Right. Do some research because you should at least have JC. one. Somebody. <laughs> Whoever's listening, if you don't know who Tina Marie is, you learned a lot, but definitely do some some independent research. Amazing Phenomenal. artist. Phenomenal. So on that note, you can follow us on prettyunlimited.com, uh-huh. Twitter, Pretty Unlimited, Instagram, Pretty underscore Unlimited. Uh-huh. There was a story there. You have to go back and listen to other podcasts to find it. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't remember what number. Was, story. I don't remember what number that was either. So you really got to find it. Uh, Facebook, Pretty Unlimited, TikTok, Pretty Unlimited, TipsyCast.com, TipsyCast.com. And if you have any advice, questions, comments, or anything, uh, you can email that information. You can email us whatever you want at prettyunlimited at gmail.com. Right. But please like, share, comment, subscribe, share, comment, like, subscribe, subscribe, like, share, comment. Should they like and comment and share and subscribe? I think so. All right. I hope so. So the more that you guys like, the more that you share, put in some comments. It just keeps us moving forward. And we really appreciate you guys taking a trip with us. Facts. On that note. Mwah. <laughs>